Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello, podcasters. Hello. Mossy from Kipper Ring. This is the only silver service taxi up in Redcliffe area. Mossy likes to tell us. Oh, bless you. And a bit. Actually, yeah, Mossy, you, you went, was what? there a burp and a sneeze? Shadow Michael. What are you doing now? <laughs> but, 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 that a fart? Was it a fart? I don't know. Not yet. <laughs> was, there it is. Was it? Oh, there it is. Oh, stuff coming out of my nose. Well, stuff coming out of your nose. We need tissues. We haven't got any tissues. We've got here. a leaker. Can we get some tissues in here? I'm fine. I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> I swallowed the Red Bull, but you know when it goes up. Not you, Ellie. <laughs> No, you don't have to bring it. Thanks, Ellie. Ellie from B105 is bringing them in. But she's just helping other... She's leaking. She sneezed and burped and and shit went everywhere, Ellie. Lovely lady. Thanks, Thanks, Elle. Hey, Elle. I had a drink of Red Bull and it went up my nose instead of down my throat. What songs are you playing (laughs) on B105? Uh, Pink. Oh, we know her. Uh, Taylor Swift. Ellie's talking. Don't play your nose. You are a pig. Taylor Swift. I've heard of her. Yeah. Hey. Marto wants tickets to a concert. Are you still giving some away? Yeah, Gary and Tommy. <laughs> what? Gary and Tommy. Gary and Tommy. Gary, Tommy. Gary who? <laughs> Gary, Gary Ablett's got tickets. Gary Ablett. Gary. Oh, no. well, we're doing our podcast. You got away. <laughs> Thank you for the tissue. Yeah, thanks for the tissue. Do, do we love... explain um, that our boss, Jamie Angel, who filled in for you this morning while mm. you were having a family and medical emergency, mm. that's his wife, Ellie Angel. Mm. She works on the other radio E-105. station, so they're sleeping with the enemy. Which we've just become. Look at the what? signage around the studios. Just Why switched. has our signage just that, changed into B105? We've got TV screens and we can flip between them. When Ellie walked in, did it go to B105? Oh, straight away it recognised her talk. Um. Or otherwise she wants our studio. Now, can I just address you quickly, Margot Parker? You brought a grab to us earlier yes. in the week of a very polite man. And if you're going to sneeze and burp, I I'm need sorry. you to be more like Daniel Ricciardo who asked permission. Can I fart? What? Can I fart? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Come on. I'll have you know. But that's air rushing past I'm a lady. Poo. Yeah, that's air rushing past poo. All you Daddy, did was I'm a sneeze. Retarded. Yes, I'm a lady and I don't fart. Um, oh, I, <laughs> I had a sip of my Red Bull, but instead of it going down my throat, it went up into my nose mm. and it got all eye-watery. Reflux. Don't and, you hate that? And anyway, talking about reflux, where were you for an hour and a half this morning? Gastro. Two hours on the show. Oh, kids are gastro. Well, speaking How do you of. think Margo and I <laughs> managed to do things? Like, can't you... Damien, you want any butt plugs at your house? They're in now, yeah, to find them. I think I lined them in the for a bit. I had to go around Dan's wife, Claire, normally does the drop-off in the morning while Dan's here, and his wife is otherwise occupied at the moment with the case of kids at kindy. You know, they bring all sorts of stuff home. Yeah, I had kids at kindy. had kids at preschool. It's a mess right My wife never, ever (laughs) said, don't come to, uh, don't go to work. Because what happens? Oh, dear. What happens? what happens? If you don't Here's go to work... 21 years of experience. Are you ready? You see who came, Jamie came in here oh, and he right. actually did a bloody good job and a lot of people's uh, talk and going, ooh, 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 I don't <laughs> know whether Dan's got a future here. <laughs> By a lot of people, do you mean ooh, you? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
think Marto just had that conversation with, with himself. Jamie. No, Jamie and I said, I said to him, he good was to see you up. back. He was brown-nosing yeah, going, on, who's back. that Dan guy? I much prefer working with you in the morning. Let's get this. rid of Dan. Oh, my God, there's jet skiers on the river. Okay. Okay. It's not okay. a Okay, okay, okay. Come back, come back. Look at this shiny thing over here. Look. G'day, Jamie. Good to hear. This is from John Moss. Good to hear your dulcet tones again. Keep them in check, Dragon Man. That's from Mossy. So he, people are voting with their ears. What's They're the going, Dragon Man bit? Oh, he supports the dragons, Jamie. Yeah, right. Men, he's from Inverell. I don't know why. Mossy's How are the jet skis going, Margot? Yes, I'm just looking. She's still looking. Mm. Yeah. What a day on the water. Uh, 32 degrees it's going to be today. No big mm. northerlies, though. It's huge. See, at Morton but the northerlies aren't until after lunch. No, no, you no. You get no, out on the water this morning. No, don't. Don't? The river looks all right. You go out in the bay, you would <laughs> be in trouble. Great. River looks unreal. Rivers always look unreal. good. Unreal. What about Pete from the south What's side? What's he got? You were talking about grab-a-granny hotels. Mm. Uh, Where do you Martin? grab a granny? By the fanny. What's the worst Oof. thing you can find between two <laughs> nipples? Hang on. Hey, Dinkum. Now, this guy should be sacked. That's for the I know the comment. answer to this. Ask me again. What's the worst thing you can find between two nipples? Belly button. A belly button. Yes. <laughs> What's the best thing you can find between two nipples? A clitoris. <laughs> Did you make that one up? Okay. That'll Disgusting! Do it. That'll do us, eh? Play the other one. The old lady version. Oh, the old yeah. lady version. I think that's disgusting. <laughs> There's your prune tank. Anyway. Enjoy the off. podcast. Prune tank's coming Jesus. up, actually. Yeah. That was rude. I'm do sorry. Do they make them in 375 mil cans? Prune tank? Prune tank. Mm. Carbonated? <laughs> the taste of old. <laughs> Now, that's not prime. <laughs> I'm particularly disgusted by this behaviour and I will not tolerate it. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. We've been talking about this all week. It's back on TV. My mom, your dad. Not the official item, on obviously. That's, uh, that's the Triple M version. Yeah, my mom, your dad. Mm. And we got a call from Matt, who lives on the Gold Coast, and he's been a bit unlucky in love. I am so simple. I'm, I'm just happy for, like, even just, uh, like, a even a surf club meal and a walk in the beach, even just something simple. That's all good and well. Put that to the side. We're going to sort Matt out on Friday. He's going to be going on a date here in the Triple M studios. We'll have a secret With mind. Amanda from Tin Calpa. We'll be able to listen to everything. That'll be great. But we've been talking about various varieties of dating, dating your friends, parents, etc. And it led to a call from Craig yesterday. I think we got this call. Almost nearly incest. Almost nearly incest. See if you can work your way through Craig's family tree. My wife and I have been together 31 years. Uh, six years after we got together, my dad married my wife's mum. Wow. Wow. Hang on a second. Six years. So you were together six years, and then your yeah. dad and what? So your dad and her mum were obviously single at the time, or they had become single in that period. Well, they were single. Before we got together. Okay. Oh, good one. Right. And then they, did they met... So did they first meet at the wedding? No. Our families have known each other. I first met my wife when I was 10. Okay. So okay. it's a long history of friendship and um, yeah. knowing each other. Was there any suspicion that these two had had it for each other prior to mm. the getting together? No. No. They got on really well. So it, it just, you know, It kind of happened. Craig, yeah. if you hadn't married your wife, do you reckon they'd shack up anyway? Uh, probably not, because they wouldn't have been in close contact as, oh. as being family. So technically, even though you were husband and wife first, you are now also stepsister and brother. Mm. Yes. So the way I see it, 
I mean, yeah. I love my mum. I love her mum, my mum. But the way I tell people is, if I was a Disney princess, I got a stepmother slash mother-in-law. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. Why are no. you a Disney princess? Yeah, well, uh, if, if I was, it, well, let's go. Let's go down that track, <laughs> Craig. Which one would you be? Would you a Cinderella type or a Goldilocks? Snow White, Belle, maybe mm. from or Ariel. Cinderella. 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 Do you often wear one shoe coming home from the pub? <laughs> <laughs> yes, blow a plugger. All right, we're back live wow. now. Oh, that, that got a bit strange. <laughs> Elsa from Frozen, was she a Disney princess? Yeah. <laughs> um, hold on. Well, let's so he married back. his wife yeah. and then his parents, his dad and her dad, they knew each other. They've been family friends for her a mom. long time her and mom. for whatever reason, they've now decided mm. once their kids got married that they would check up. So let's go to the bottom line. Stepmom is also his... Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. And his that's wife. the sort of thing that makes it almost oh, nil. Is he his wife? Brother-in-law? Is he his... His wife is his stepsister. That's right. Oh, but no incest. blood attached. No. no blood. No. So this Just is going marriage. on in my family too. My dad has oh, a little a brother and then an incredibly older brother who's like 15 years older than both of them. His little brother's only two Still years Still both younger. blood brothers though. Blood. Same parents. Full, full blood full brothers. Blood. So Jim, the older brother, marries a woman, Margaret. Mm. She already has a daughter. David, the little brother, marries the daughter. Oh, God. So now think about... No name, blood attached there. Think about David and Natalie, the younger couple. They have children. If you go through David, his older brother is their uncle. But if you go through Natalie, uh, that's her dad. So that's their, their grandfather. Grand, so they have <gasps> a grand, grand uncle. A grandfather, A grandfather incest. uncle. No Wait. blood. No blood. No blood. No that's blood. right. It seems that it's... Very close, but it's not really. You're it's allowed legal. To, you're allowed to marry your cousin in Australia, I'm pretty sure. No, I'll check on that. Don't Einstein married him. his first cousin. Let, 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 check he that. He was smart too, wasn't he? <laughs> I think there's something in there. I don't think you are. <laughs> One triple three five three. Do you want to do? Can you marry your cousin, or do you want to do? Almost nearly incest. Both. <laughs> Almost nearly incest. Let's yeah. leave it at that. What's going on in your family tree? Is it starting to grow back in on itself? Does the gene pool need a bit mm. of chlorine because things are getting a little bit mixed up? People trying to bonsai their whole family tree. Start your call though, please. Preferably with there's no blood involved in here. But, but <laughs> one triple three five three. You know what we're doing. Almost nearly incest. No blood involved in this, mm. but there's relations going on via marriage. So yes. in my family, the older brother of my father married yes. a woman. She already had a daughter. Yep. And Dad's younger brother married her. Yep. In Australia, you are allowed to marry your first cousin. There are actually oh, quite are. a number of your relatives whom it is legal for you to marry. Oh, no, that's actually incest, though. We don't want... Yeah. We only want almost instinct. We don't want actual instinct. I, I think 3% is the number of congenital or problems with, for, with a stranger. 3 to 4%. And but then it's it only, goes upwards. It's only 7% if it's oh, married. So it's yeah. twice as big a chance of a congenital disease occurring in your family if you have relationships with your cousin. Mm. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. No, Jess and Kabulcha, what's going on in your family, mate? Um, so I am uh, uh, married. Uh, 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 Jess. Start with no yes. blood here, please. There's no uh, blood here, but. Oh, sorry. There's no blood. There is no blood. Excellent. So, okay, but. I am, but <laughs> I am married to my brother's. No. I am. Okay. Yeah, Hang on. I am. Okay, how do I explain this? I'm so, not sure. You're telling your, us your the story, Jess. Yeah. Me and my brother yeah. are both 
married to another brother and sister. Right. Okay, so you're married to your brother's wife's brother. Oh, that's yes. That's yes, assuming. That's so you're your I'm own sister-in-law. Sorry. You're your own sister-in-law. I am my own sister-in-law, yes. So, Jess, you're married to your brother's wife's brother. Correct. And he's married to his sister's husband's sister. Yes, correct. Yes. How's it going? It's great. It's great. Like, all our family gatherings are so easy because both sides of the family. Everyone knows each other. Everybody knows everybody. It's actually streamlined, isn't it? Almost nearly incest. It's Christmas easy, presents at a minimum. Oh, that's the benchmark for almost nearly incest. Thanks, Jess. You're the best. Because I'm so curious now to know, you can marry in Australia your aunt or uncle. What? Your niece or nephew. Well, that's the same as cousins. Your cousin, first or second. Your stepmother or stepfather, as long as they have never adopted you and your stepbrother or stepsister as long as their parents have never adopted you. Who are you looking around at at Christmas thinking you got the Hotspur market? There's someone (laughs) in there. There are rules though. There's certain people you're not allowed to legally marry in Australia, which is your mother or your father. That's a good idea. Your brother or your sister. But we didn't want to talk about incest. We wanted to talk about Almost nearly incest. Hey, listen, back to first tackle on this tomorrow morning. We run out of time now, but 6.30 tomorrow morning, let's get back to this. Agreed. Bob in Kashmir, by the way, we couldn't get to him. He said, why don't you just finish the show on a song called I'm My Own Grandpa. What's that one? How many, many years ago when I was 23, I was married to a winner who was pretty as could be. This widow had a grown-up daughter who had her of red. My father fell in love with her, and soon they two were wed. This made my dad, my son-in-law, change my very life. My daughter was my mother, cause she was my father's wife. <laughs> Now that's insane. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, oh, I was going to say only in America, but apparently it happens here too. Was that your way of introducing Mitch in yeah, the morning? Thanks. Yeah. 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 Is this Tasmania or is this Queensland, guys? <laughs> a fella called Matt got in touch with us, and he's been a little bit unlucky in love lately. Here's a bit of Matt. I am so simple. I'm, I'm just happy for like even just uh, like a. Even the surf club meal and a walk in the beach, even just something simple. And we thought, we can sort that out. Well, we, we were inundated with messages on the burner phone, women ringing the show. It went absolutely bunter. So we thought, who best to help us out, pick the perfect woman for Matt to go on a date with, other than his eldest daughter, Talia, who joins us now. Hello, Talia. Hi, how you going? Yeah, good, babe. So you would have heard, obviously, about we spoke to your dad last week. We spoke to him again just this week on the show, and we've had an influx of ladies who want to get to know your dad. They loved the sound of him. Tell us a bit about him. Awesome. That's great. He is a very simple guy. You pretty much would just need to be down for um, some fun, an adventure. Um, Him calling and putting my name down on a radio show it sums him up in a nutshell. <laughs> he's a bit spontaneous, Talia. You know, he's happy to yeah. just, you know, put himself out there. Yeah, but he is, like, very caring, very, I guess, just like he's always looked after us girls. Obviously, when mum and him broke it up, he hasn't really found that other person. Yeah. Um, so I would really, really like him to find that person that's just down for some fun, just to hang out. He has, like, a heart of gold. Um, And, yeah, he is a really great guy. We don't actually talk overly um, often, 
but I know mm. I can always call him if I ever needed anything at all. He's, yeah, amazing. Wow, that, that sounds really, really good. That's exactly why so many girls uh, got onto us and said he sounds like the guy. Would you be involved with um, having a final say, running the rule over some of the ladies? I guess. <laughs> do, you know, do you know where he's gone wrong before, Talia? You know, like, does he have a certain type that just hasn't worked out for him perhaps? Or is he is he just not really... I mean, I know you said he puts himself out there and he's spontaneous and has yeah. a bit of a go, but maybe is he putting himself out there in the wrong ways, perhaps, not finding the right person? Maybe a little bit. Like, he is, I guess, very out there. So I think he kind of needs someone that... Um, Can match that energy. Kind of, yeah, that will match that. Not, like, in a crazy way at all but just someone that will go on random adventures and that won't, like, jump away from going on adventures and stuff. When you say adventures, like, is he a fisherman? Does he love hiking? Does he go camping? What's he into? Just spontaneous, like, literally anything. Because he said he'd love yeah. to go for a walk along the beach and have a bite to eat yeah. at the surf club. He Hardly described himself as a bit of a Heath Ledger type, blue eyes, uh, yep. you know, 5'10", 80 kilos. Yeah. So he likes to keep fit and healthy. Yeah, he is very, like, he wor- works a lot um, and he's very, like, hands-on with work. So he's always... Keeping always, fit. What, what, yeah. does he, what does he do with it? What does he do for a job? Um, so he's a, like a milkman, like a delivery driver. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, Perfect. Okay. But is yeah, he a smoker, always... non-smoker, Talia? Um, smoker. Full cream or skim? Full. Definitely full. full. <laughs> like that. Now, Talia, will he pay for dinner? Is he that kind of old school bloke? Um, yes, I'm sure he would. <laughs> yeah, nice. Mm, All right. gentleman. Well, Talia, thanks for your assessment of your old man. We're actually going to get him on up next with a few of the girls who've expressed interest on the burner phone. There's heaps of them. Matt's going to choose one of them, and they're going to go on a date together. Oh, awesome. Good luck. It's nice that you sound happy about it, Talia. Yes. Clearly, you yes. are open to your dad dating someone, which I think might be a big part of being a father, well, making yeah. sure your kids are okay with it. Well, yeah, I want both... Mum and Dad, I want them to find that person because life is short. Well, maybe yeah, once we fi- we finish fixing your dad up, Jeez. is your mum still single? Maybe we should try and find her a bloke. You don't got- ask much, Talia. <laughs> no. We've got plenty of blokes mum, that listen. No, <laughs> no she's sorted. Yeah, yeah. mum's always How are you good. going? Do you and your good. sister need a bloke? <laughs> no, we're both sorted as well. <laughs> All right, it's his dad All we're going right, to take gonna care We're going to get him sorted yeah. for we'll, you, Talia. We'll okay? pick that final box up next for your family, <laughs> Talia. Thanks for your time. Thank you. All right. The uh, meet and great after this, and then Matt's going to choose on to go on a date with here on Triple M. Plenty of ladies out there looking what? to find love, and they heard Matt's situation, and it piqued plenty of plenty of interest. Matt from the Gold Coast is here with us. Hey, Matt. How are you, mate? Good morning, all. How are we all? Yeah, good. Your newfound fame, uh, obviously, oh, I heard that. <laughs> since <laughs> last Friday. Uh, plenty of women keen to get on board. How are you feeling? Is it all a bit overwhelming? Oh, I wanted to get a planner for the fridge by the sounds of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, the time has come for you to meet a couple of these girls that have texted us. Maybe you've got some questions for them. We're going to get two of them up. Debbie from Tambourine and Amanda from Tingalpa. We've actually spoken to Amanda on the show. We talked to her on Monday. Matt, you can talk to both of them, and then I think it might be decision time, Marto. What do you reckon? Well, somebody's got to lay it down. And Matt, though, remember the thing that interested them in the first place was the simple things, like the surf club, the walk. The walk on the beach seems to have attracted them, mate. Did you realise? No, but um, wouldn't it? Like, that's just the best thing to do. Just right, get the sand between the toes. Let me introduce you to Debbie right. from Tambourine right. and Amanda from Tingalpa. They're both here. They're both listening. Say hello. Good morning, girls. Good morning, morning Matt. Good morning, Debbie. Oh, wow. How you going? Good. Good. Let's start with Debbie and Tambourine. Right. Matt, you've got a couple of questions lined up for each of the girls. Let's start with Debbie. What's your first question, Matt, you'd like to right. ask? Deb, Deb, 
What do you, what do, you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, what do you like to do I, for fun? I ride horses. Oh, true. Both of my girls had, did grow up with horses. Mm. <laughs> and I do dog agility. What is that? What's dog, dog agility, <laughs> Debbie? We're all curious. What sort of dogs? Kelpies. Oh, Kelpies. Okay. Best dogs, hey, Marto. They sure are. They're incredible. Are you? Can you? Do you take them through? Do you do the frisbee thing with them, or the balls, or just take them through all the um, challenges? All the jumps and tunnels and that sort of thing. Wow. Okay, so is you ride like, horses. You love is, dogs, Matt. Anything else you want to know? Is that like Jim Carner with the dogs? Like what they do? Kind of. Mm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, can I ask another question? Yeah. Go yep. for it. All right. Uh, what's your favourite band? Ooh. Probably Fleetwood Mac. Nice. Good choice. Like uh-huh. What about you, Matt? What's your favourite band? What do you like well, listening to? I like, I like Metallica, but, yeah, I'll, nah, okay. I'll, I'll stick with that. Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're <laughs> sort of also a Fleetwood <laughs> Mac <laughs> fan, Matt. I grew up on the 70s, all right? So, yeah, anything yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah, I love it all. Anything goes. Um, yeah. All right, then. Any other um, questions for what Debbie? Do you, what do you prefer to do, eat at home or eat out? Uh, it depends on the out. Surf clubs are great. Surf clubs are great. Did you hear that, You nailed it. Good call. Yes, good call. And then Deb can tie up her horse and the dog out the front and then go down for a walk on the beach with everyone. That's something different. We'll tie the horse on the beach. (laughs) Yeah, bloody hell. Cabarita. Hi, Debbie. Oh, Oh, yeah, you're allowed to. Okay. You hang there. Amanda from Tingalpa's here, Matt. Say hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, Matt. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Have you got the same questions for Amanda or have you got some different ones? You're going to change it up a bit. No, they're pretty general questions. Like, yeah, like, what do you like, like to do for fun? Um, at the moment, I love to spend time with the grandkids and getting out and about. Would prefer to spend time with someone special, but, you know, you do what you do. Hmm. Nice. So you don't have kids of your own? I have three children and two grandsons. Oh, wicked. Good one. All right. What do you prefer to do? Would you like to eat at home or eat away? Like, eat out like Maccas or whatever, or fish chips, surf club? Look, I love to cook, but either or. I mean, it just depends on the day and the mood, and you just go with the flow. Uh, do you want to do the band question as well, Matt? Is that one important too? Yeah, well, what's your favourite band? Metallica. <laughs> Same Metallica. It's actually Foo Fighters, but I do like Metallica. <laughs> I do like Nirvana with Dave Grohl, so you, yeah, it's on the same boat. <laughs> All right, uh, Amanda, you hang there. Debbie and her Amanda are both on hold now, Matt. You've got a decision to make, bro. My, I'm going for uh, um, Amanda. Yeah, of course. All, all day. Yeah. I like to cook too. So that's... A few other things that we learned about Amanda when we met her earlier in the week is that she's a Pisces. She's five foot eight. She's got brown eyes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She's got that's dark hair. Crazy. She's got no tattoos, but she's into guys that maybe have tattoos. She doesn't really mind. How does that sound? I'm a Pisces and I have tattoos, but that sounds awesome. You're a Pisces as oh, well. So that's double Ooh. fish. Jeez, I double need to look fish. up what Pisces on Pisces means. It's a fish off, is it? And we're going to a surf um, club. We're getting a fisherman's basket here, team. Sorry, Debbie. That's sorry, okay. Debbie. I've done the horses at the pony club on Cabaretta Beach, I think. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for something different. What about this, guys? I've just looked up Pisces compatibility, got? Pisces and Pisces in love and friendship. The dreamy, caring and compassionate nature of a Pisces woman, that's Amanda, attracts a Pisces mm. man. That's Matt. They are loyal, loving and will always be there for each mm. other. What about this? Am I, am I still on Triple M? That's a school of <laughs> Pisces <laughs> report. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Sounds like you're reading Val. 
cows. All right. Charge your crystals up tonight. We're going to hook yeah. you up with Amanda oh, at some yeah. stage. Where are we going to go, mate? Have you got a surf club in mind? I'm, I'm easy, mate. Whatever. All right, Amanda, yeah. we'll get you each other. Are you we happy, Amanda? We've got to find a beach. Are you good, Amanda? Yeah. We'll share yeah. some details. Amanda, you're okay I'm if numbers like, get swapped absolutely. in? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm like five minutes from the beach, so, yeah, awesome. Well, All right. Beautiful. Go for it, lovebirds, and report back soon. Thanks for you guys. <laughs> Cheers. Triple M Breakfast. Margo, you're often asking, why don't you talk more rugby? Well, the Rugby World Cup, I thought it was going to be the end of it. Uh, the final occurred on Sunday morning. I thought that yesterday would be the last time I'd speak rugby for a while, but the Eddie Jones thing still carries on. Bubbling and he actually away. Made, made a comment yesterday. And I can't hold back because I see in the Australian today, they go Foster in mix to be Wallabies coach. That will mean not much to a lot of people. This is the All Blacks coach, Ian Foster, who came within one point of coaching the uh, All Blacks to the, become world champions. That was his last game as the All Blacks, not oh. because he wanted to step down. He got sacked. See you later. What about if he won the World Cup? So now they're saying he should be the Wallabies coach. Uh-uh, that's wrong. Checker, uh-uh, you don't go backwards. Some people are going, you and McKenzie, no. The future is a guy called Stephen Larkham, who was one of our greatest ever five-eights. He's been coaching and he's been learning the troops. He's been smacked on the nose a few times. He's headed overseas to learn a bit more. He's ready to go. His nickname, unfortunately, he won't be like Eddie Jones. He won't be a marketing, marketer's dream because his nickname, when he was playing and still to this day, is Bernie. You ever seen the Weekend at, weekend at Bernie's movie? <laughs> yes. He never spoke. Doesn't carry a big stick, but he speaks quietly. And when he says something, it means you something. Listen. But assistants, you've seen it, whether it's Wayne yeah. or whether it's Kevy, assistants play such a huge role. That's who should be the coach of Australia. Let's go back to Eddie because he finally spoke and exclusively. He, I don't think he'll, this will be the last time you hear him speak before he heads to Japan, I figure. But he said he was 100% committed. I did want to go on, mate, but it was commitments. Of, coaching a team's a bit like being in a marriage, mate. You need commitment from both sides. And, you know, I was committed to change the team. Rugby Australia at the moment can't activate the resources, which are both financial and political, to get the change in place to make real change to Australia. Rugby. I don't know. That was real estate talk. Mm. Did you work out any of that? Didn't get paid out. There was a oh. non-payout for the next five years because you know, he was signed for five years, got paid for the first year, and that's it. So we'll see. Australia rugby will come good. But, uh, well, how do they not have any money, Mardo? Uh, because during COVID, you remember how Volandis made them play because the Rugby League and AFL were about to go broke. Yeah. If you remember the the timeline, Volandis forced the government virtually to say, well, we'll be right, we'll play, we'll play because the broadcast said, well, we're not paying you anymore and that's who plays the players. Rugby held their ground and said, oh, no, we better do the right thing by COVID. They ran out of money. Uh-huh. Okay, then they had to borrow money. They will get money in 2025. The British Lions are coming here, those big fat bastards from uh, UK. They'll come here and drink and eat and pour money in and then we got the World Cup in 27. Rugby will come good but right at the moment she's at a low point and I just want to before we boot Eddie Jones out the door I just want to make sure we remember the analogies that he ran on how he was going to make Australian rugby great. Well sometimes you go in the bank and you blow it up mate but you don't come out with the money. As we said at the start we're going to do a smash and grab so we got the smash we didn't get the grab though mate. Okay off you go. No one more Quickly, before he goes, did he ask, you know, the big deal was, oh, you already uh, have applied for a job in Japan. Yeah, at, at the moment, I, as I said, I've got no offer. There's nothing in the horizon. I'm officially unemployed today. All right. You got that, Margot? I've got that. All right. Well, I've never had a job offer from Japan, mate. 
Never had a Never job had offer. Never had a job offer. Mm. Is he going to Japan? Yeah, of course Not. he's going to Japan. <laughs> Might have thought on sport. Triple M breakfast. Guys, currently around 24 degrees and continuing to rise to potentially 34, 35 degrees today. Mm. Uh, Marta, you had some tips a little earlier in and around the heat. See an old bloke who looks like he's doing it tough? Just hose him. Yep. Okay. Just, or oh, just pour oh, okay. some water. Yeah. If you see an old couple having sex, <laughs> throw a bucket of water on them. Probably not the most ideal of um, advice given today on a day like today where it's well, going to be uh, super hot. You go past a bowls club and they're, you know, how many old people do you come across rooting? <laughs> Does it happen a lot? Well, they just randy at the lawn at the lawn <laughs> bowls club on a on a hot day. The, Tony Auden, have you heard of this behaviour getting around in the heat? Can you? We were looking for a professional. Could you help us with the weather? Not only today, but in the, in the next few days. It's uh, strange things going on. Yeah, no, we're still in this springtime battle of the uh, seasons at the moment. So we've had a you know, hot burst last week, bit of a cool, windy change over the weekend. Now we're heating up again um, today. You know, high 30s inland, Ipswich, low 30s on the coast. We've got a forecast of 34 in Brisbane, but as I always say on days like this, you can take a guess at where that'll actually be. We've got a thing called the sea breeze, which comes in at a different time. We'll say 34 degrees. It might be 31. It might be 35. Somewhere in the middle there. Brisbane's just a tricky one to pick. Either way, worth leaving the uh, the water out for the dogs okay. and maybe a little bit of aircon and fans on for everyone else. But, but it's not day expecting... after. Yeah, if it's not day after day, it's coming good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've got one day of heat, cooler change into tomorrow, back to 27, probably have a few storms inland. We might even get a little bit of thundery rain late in the day. But of course, amongst all of that, we have strong winds and those extreme fire dangers over the Darling Downs. So it's, it's a bit grim for everyone fighting all of those huge fires out west. We were out at Warwick over the weekend, Tony, and it was freezing cold and super, super, super windy. What's going on with the weather at the moment? Well, like I said, it's this battle of the seasons. We've got summer trying to take over and winter saying, hey, don't forget about me. We've still got these strong cold fronts coming through. Now, the last few years when we've had the fronts come through, it's been a La Nina. We've had moisture and got storms. Mm. Now we just get the heat and cold and, unfortunately, those fires are going crazy. Hey, Tony, Dan Anstey here, fellow meteorologist. I know the answer to this, obviously. What's summer looking like? Is it going to be a dry or wet summer coming up, Tony? Obviously, I know, but just for the casuals in the room, can you explain? Explain it to them, please, mate. Well, I'm happy to share for those uh, the, the lesser weather educated amongst yeah, us, Dan. Yeah. Um, the well, weekend weather TV guy, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've got uh, El Nino, which most people have probably heard about. That means a dry pattern. And we've got the equivalent in the Indian Ocean. It's called, what's called, uh, Dan, what, what's it called in the Indian Ocean? Indian Ocean Dipole? Yep, which is a positive or negative? Uh, it depends. Um, <laughs> sometimes a little from column A, sometimes a little from column B. It's no, I'll put you out of your misery. It's a positive that's Indian a, Ocean dipole. Yeah. I was yes, testing you. That's the one. Yeah. It's on the tip of your tongue. So Don't. basically dry signals are everywhere. Look, we'll start to see a few more storms rumbling around, but basically we can expect a much hotter and much drier summer than we've had the last few years. Yeah. As we get into the crux of it, the later parts of the season, you can still see little pockets of flooding here and there, and you can still get a cyclone up north, but the um, the percentages really sway away from what we've seen in the last few years. It'll yeah. be much hotter and drier as a whole. So I thought. Channel yeah. 7, Tony Orton, uh, they're properly educated, properly uh, qualified meteorologists. What do you feel like, uh, what do you see when you look at Channel 9 and go, oh, you, put, you just put your stable of stars and I just put some idiot doing the weather? What <laughs> What do you think of those people? 
Oh, it does, but no, they're, they're good blokes. I've met Dan before. I know Gary and Luke as well. All nice people. Oh, I'm and, sure uh, it's we'll, all on the bus. We'll we'll the whole time stable. <laughs> nice yeah. people, but we feel very nice sorry people. for them. Yeah, just with them. And... They're Thank like, you, Tony. They're like Jared Wallace boxing or Ben yes. Hammond boxing. Yes. Mm. Appreciate your time, mate. Fellow meteorologist from mm. Channel 7, they're Tony Orden on Triple M. Thanks, guys. Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know, Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Tell you who's scheduled a bad game for tonight. Your, your mighty Diamonds, our netball team, are playing the Proteas. South Pro- Africa Proteas, team, yeah. they are, at 6.30 tonight. That's ridiculous. There'll be little girls wanting to trick or treat. You don't schedule a netball game on a Halloween Tuesday night. That's right. You do like the Matildas have done, and they're playing tomorrow. Sorry to interrupt. Just one uh, Another... Little bit, it'll run out of steam soon. Oh. Okay, so they scored. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they scored go. eight of them the other night, of course. And um, little girls all over West Australia want to see them play. Sixty thousand went along, little boys and girls, and saw them uh, absolutely annihilate Philippines. Well, tomorrow night. They've gone, don't do it on Halloween night. Do it on a Wednesday. They play Chinese Taipei. They're, they're expecting HBF Park, which is the smaller rectangular stadium there where the force play and stuff. They'll get 20,000, 30,000 there to watch them play Chinese Taipei. Can I interrupt? Did yes. you see Nathan Cleary's over in Perth watching the Matildas and Mary worth, Fowler? Now, often, I don't often say this, but worthwhile interruption You're from welcome. you. That's a good one. <laughs> what does this mean? Let's go to there and I'll come back quickly. Um... They're stoinking. They're there's stoinking. no there's no reason for Nathan Cleary no. in the two weeks into his re, his six weeks holiday. There's no need for him to be in Perth at all. He might have been over at Subiaco surfing. I don't know. Was there a big swell over there or something, Marto? Yes, no, apparently doesn't Margaret, look like a surfer Margaret to River. me. Uh, well, he doesn't. He's a boy from Penrith. Mm. The only known surfer from Penrith, Penrith. Is, is Mick Fanning. Yes. Um, listen, they're definitely him and Mary Fowler. Definitely, on. that's all that tells me. Mm. Let's push on. Um, I hope her preparation hasn't been slowed down by him, buddy, canoodling all evening. Back to the soccer. Um, so what happened? So we've already won two of our three Olympic qualifiers. So they've closed the whole international season. Any girls around the world go and play, and play for their country. That's what's going on at the moment. So we'll go through to the next one. And the next round of uh, Olympic qualifying matches is on in February. So that's so far away. And all we got to do is win. There'll be two go, two other countries, uh, and we need to beat them home and away, and we're off to Paris to the Olympics next year. That's what this is all about. Incredible. Now there's some trouble. Have uh, you got it there in front of you? But there's this is where sport and would it be arts or culture collide? Both, Marto. What is Suncorp Stadium? It is a sports field. It's a footy it's field. A sports field. Is it a sports field first? Yeah. Well, or is, is it? it? Is it a, a cauldron for rugby league? It, it, thank you. Of course it's a cauldron, and it's also became one of the great uh, fortresses for the Matildas. Or is it a plaything for wealthy international artists? Oh, well, it's a big month this month. We've obviously got Def Leppard, Motley mm. Crue playing there. Boobies. Paul McCartney's playing there. The Foo Fighters are playing there. 50 Cent's coming. I don't know if he's going to be oh, at Suncorp. Fantastic. So the Matildas have earned Ed their qualification. Ed Sheeran's been there. Mm. All right, Swift. 
You know this girl, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. You ever heard of her? Just became a billionaire overnight, Marto. Did you hear? Her net worth is now $1.1 billion off the back of this tour. It's incredible. I'll make a note to tell a lot of my mates while we're having beers this week. <laughs> the Matildas have earned a qualifier on home soil, but touring superstar Swift. She's coming to Australia in February quite clearly. Yeah, but she's not coming to has Brisbane. tossed up a curveball over stadium availability of the country's two biggest venues, the MCG and Accor Stadium. So the two big stadiums in Sydney and Melbourne, unavailable she's... because of her. And then up here, Suncorp Stadium will host Pink for another... They're back-to-back at- nights on February 16th, 7th. Where are they going to play? Their tours cross over. So Pink's playing in Brisbane at mm. Suncorp from the 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. She's doing four shows here in Brisbane. Well, they can take and it then to the swamp. The Matildas Taylor- need that turf in perfect order. <laughs> Taylor is doing four nights in at the MCG, then followed up, followed up by four nights in Sydney. It's incredible, Marto. In February. Who's they running play this? play at Ballymore. That's the right. Matildas. They go, were fourth. Go out to Redcliffe, to KO Stadium, and I, I, I don't know. Who would get a bigger crowd, do you reckon, the Swifties or the Matildas? Or the Pinkies. Or the Pinkies. <laughs> if I was a 13-year-old girl right now heading into a math exam, uh, I would have no idea what was going on, and I would potentially fail because last night I sat down my daughter, Memphis, who's 13 in grade 8, uh, she's got a maths exam this week on Thursday and we were sitting down doing index laws. I was like, oh, I don't even know what that Sounds is. Fun. I had to Google it. I like, you know, pretended like which, I knew I was talking which... about and then over to the side I was Googling what the hell is an index what law. What is it again? Remind an me. indices, where, you know, it's like in brackets, N cubed bracket and then it's got another little tiny baby four times bracket, two N square bracket three. Uh, I just looked at it and I was like... Sounds like Back to the Future. Who the hell needs to know this and why? And does anybody ever even use that again in their lifetime? What is an indice? I had to use chat GPT for the first time. So you're cheating with... I was cheating. Well, no, it's not an exam. This is the revision for her to go into the... I'll show you what I... are That's you, a photo getting, of her right, essential is, math sheet. And I'm like, this is essential math. There's a lot of scribbling maths. out here. Yeah, because um, we got it wrong. <laughs> so is it if... if <laughs> we're, a, we're trying to figure it out together. If A plus 20 equals C, what is... Is that the sort of thing you're doing? I no? don't know. I still am unsure of what oh, it is we that go. we I did last night. I sent it to Dan uh, yeah, 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 because yeah, he's an engineer. Yeah. Um, and I, I know he thinks he's smart. Uh, yeah. And I said, oh, my God, help. What am I doing? And he goes, I love that stuff. Send it in to me. Bring it in tomorrow. Because it's pure. Maths is pure. It doesn't tell any lies. There's no second. You've got to do the bracket work first. First. So do your work inside the bracket. What am I talking to you about? Anyway. I'm not a maths teacher. Chat GPT gave us an answer because then it says, oh, fully simplify it. I'm like, what is fully simplify? You've asked me to simplify it in the first question. Well, they want to show working. Fully simplify the following. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. What you say to your children is, I'm not here to help you. I had to get through life myself and it's up to you. Well, that's what, Memf- that's what I said to Memphis. And what I said, did she say? I said, uh, well, darling, obviously you've learnt this in class, so this is a revision mm. of yes. stuff that you've already learnt. Could that's, give you the that's answer, good. but, you know. And she said, now, well... I know, I know what it is, yeah. but when you come up with it... <laughs> let's well, I wasn't that clever in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, it's stupid anyway. What are indices? <laughs> no one even uses indices. How ridiculous. She goes, oh, so I don't have to do it because grade 8 maths doesn't even matter anyway. And I was like, well, no, it does matter. I still want you to try and do well, but no, it doesn't really matter. It's oh, stupid. You never know. My son went through life like that. He obviously went and did a trade. Maths is Speaking ridiculous. Maths. You now, don't have to do ma- indices in carpentry, surely. 
Not indices, but you've got to get part of your equation organised. Mass is really big in carpentry and building because you've got to get, build things square and you've got what to get the right netball? numbers. It's not big in netball, netball is it? She... That's what she wants to be. <laughs> she wants to be a diamond. All she needs to know is don't play a game on Halloween Tuesday night. That's right. <laughs> well, the score goes up by one at a time in netball, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's That's easy to easy. count. Easy math. Easy counting. And if you play AFL, all you got to do is know multiples of six. Six, perfect, yeah. done. Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane as. Do you remember that, uh, what was his name, Pete Pete from Oxford, I think his name was. He rang and he was talking about, oh, well, I'll, I'll let him start it off. I was 20, lived in Rocky and I was at a pub we used to call it Grab a Granny and I met a oh. uh, mate's friend from school, his mother. Okay, that that's the premise. I won't. What was the go. name of the pub? Well, he didn't say. It was a Grab a Granny pub. Um, I know a few of them up there because of my wife. Oh, it's from Rocky. not called Grab a Granny. Well, no, no. but they but there, called it. Grab there a are Granny. pubs. It grabbed my attention because I live near. Right, I live how back fence is the Hammer Hotel. It used to be the Grab a Granny Hotel in Brisbane. You'd know if you went to the Hammer. What? I think it's still a yeah. generally old crowd. It's that okay. Grab a Granny's a funny like name. a boiler bar. Is that what you call <laughs> Is that a term we're allowed to like use? Like a bunny it? boiler? Is it bunny boiler? Yeah, yeah, a... yeah. Well, no, just a... Yeah, that yeah, used yeah. to be the atrium bar down at the casino on the Gold no, Coast. No, I think bunny right. boiler, is, that's slightly different. We're talking... Uh, there's that angry... Oh, gra- yeah, yeah, rather What's than... What's bunny boiler? No, they're uh, uh, angry people. Oh. Yeah. Can you play I thought it? a boiler oh. was just like an old duck. A hot CSI. old duck. Let's open the investigation. CSI Marto. I don't know. Look, when I was young, you used to say grab a grand. But in reality, the girls what that you, were what in you, the bar, When you say grab a granny... You go in there like and there's old... only people over 40 years of age. Okay. When you're young, that's grandparently to yes. you. Now I look and go, geez, wouldn't mind grabbing a young chick. I'd better go to an over 40s hotel. <laughs> anyway. Um, what do you want to know? I want to know where are these grab a grannies. I actually looked it up on the internet already. <laughs> I said over 40s bars. Uh, they're saying Story Bridge... Uh, well, everyone knows where the Story Bridge yeah. Hotel is. The Crew Bar in the Valley. I've written Hammer Hotel and the Plough Inn. Can we get rid of assistance? Is this still a thing? Like, or is this just an old dinosaur thing that huh? you call some places grab a granny bars? Well, they're see, not grannies. Is Kath going to go through your so phone? Margaret, you're only full search history. Just looked up bunny boiler. Okay, I yeah, always yeah, thought yeah. that meant something else. Yeah, from yeah, a yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 like an old boiler. Glenn I thought it was Close. like a hot old chook, no, you know, no, like an old lady. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, like and that's mutton, innocent. Is it mutton dressed up as lamb? Yeah, bunny boiler's literally bunny boiler. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's expand everyone's knowledge. Where are the grab-a-granny bars in Brisbane, Gold Coast, Ipswich, wherever. Your local grab-a-granny bar. We're not literally grabbing grannies like in aged care facilities. No, on, no, no. 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 It's, the... it's usually hot 45-year-olds that people say. Uh, hey, MILFs. Yeah. Where should Marto go? To grab a granny. One triple three. <laughs> See, I don't five, think, three. I think grab a granny Kat doesn't is listen at this hour, does she? It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it's not for me, but you can't say MILFs on radio. Why can't you say MILF? You, well, you do you know what milf. the F is, you know? Yeah, but I'm not saying the F, I'm just saying MILF. Do oh. you understand it? Or grilfs. I went to the Urban Dictionary, yeah. of course, because it uh, knows everything. There's 1,420 terms of terms of endearment, let's call them. That's quite well, a brainstorm. The, the typical movie ones, you know, Stifler's yeah. mom, Mrs. Yeah. Robinson, Stacey's mom, and there's... 
has got it going on. Uh, and then there's like your typical ones, the Cougar, Golden okay. Girl, Hoochie Mama, Barracuda, Sugar Mama. Uh, and then there's some ones that sort of start to land in not very nice territory. Give me one of the ones well, you can't The say. one you said before, Grilf and Milf. Yeah. Then there's um, Battle Axe, which is oh, not very nice. No. Um, and Prune Tang. No. <laughs> That's somebody Can sitting take a call? Please. Yeah, 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 please. Listen, we want to keep this up to date. Ian from wants Gold to know Coast. where the sexy older no, women I are. I want to know. I just thought <laughs> it would help everyone else. Ian. Ian. Ian from the Gold Coast, where do you go, mate, if you go on and get a few... Uh, a lady over the age of 40. 40, yeah. Right, I don't, I don't go there, ladies and gentlemen, but my son does. Grand Hotel in Labrador. Oh, the Grand, the Grand Hotel, of course. Yeah. Yes, my mum goes many, there. Many, many years. Many, my, many years. Hold on, Ian, just before you push on, my mum goes my there, mum did goes you just there. say? Okay, yeah. play on, Ian. <laughs> Ian, my, my mum might know your son. <laughs> well, let's be careful. Now, what's it like, Ian? What can you tell us? Uh, you'd only go there at night time. You wouldn't go there during the day, otherwise you'd scare all the kids away. Yeah. Uh, they're all pumped up and trained. I'm assuming once everything the gears off, everything hits the floor. Okay, gravity's a factor. Uh, yes, no, okay. it's, we're all gravity's the same laying down. <laughs> yes. Well, my my son's got the motto: even if they're female, they're upright. It's a fair game, so I was into it. Okay. into it. Right. And, and you're approving, obviously very proud father you would be. That's my, that's my boy. That's your boy. <laughs> okay, okay. That's dangerous territory. <laughs> Jeff, can you keep it above board? Jeff from Chermside? Yeah, mate. We go to the LimeWire bar at the casino. Oh, the cast. The LimeWire. We promote 24 that 24-7 too, Jeff. Yeah, mate. And yeah, me and the wife go there because she don't mind switch hitting every now and then. Hey, oh, kiddo. Right. Okay. Pick up a bit of a... And we call them fiddles because many a good tune's been played in an old fiddle. <laughs> That'll do me. That'll do me. You asked for this, Smarto. Never again. You know we have the best listeners. <laughs>